In this episode, Josh and I talk about better. More is not better. Less is not better. Better is better. But what's better is going to be different for each individual person. So in this episode, we're talking about what makes those differences and why you might need more or why you might need less and things that you can look at with your training, with your nutrition, with your stress management that can help you really reach your peak performance. That also lends itself into what it takes to be a good client so that you are getting the best coaching experience with the coach that you are working with. As always, please let us know what else we can help you with and enjoy today's episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm very excited today because Josh and I are back, and it's been a while. Things got kind of crazy um, as everyone was getting back to school and, I don't know, transitioning into the fall, but Josh and I, as we train, we always have these great conversations that will lend themselves easily to a podcast, and what we're talking about today is more is not always better, less is not always better. So how do we define what better is? And so with that being said, let's talk about it first from from training, Josh, because this is honestly something that you help me with a lot. You guys know if I go to the gym by myself, um, I will I could easily go in there, spend two hours, hit every single side of legs, front, back, side, side, do a finisher because I feel like I need to. And Josh has taught me that's not the case. No. Not the case. That's more. That's more, and it's not better. It's not better. No, we don't want more all the time. And like you said, more is not always better. Less isn't always better. Better is always better. And so if you are going into the gym and you're just running yourself into the ground, hitting every body part, and you can do that more than a couple times a week for the same body part, you're just creating pretty much junk volume for that body part. You're just working it. You're, you're not working it as well as you can. So to anyone who's out there training legs three or more times a week, I would argue that you should actually train legs less often and train them better, train them with more intensity, more intent, and get more out of each workout by making it a better workout, not by doing more workouts. I think that's great. I feel like we might need to define for people what – what does that look like? What does more intent and what does more intensity? Because I know of like my women that I work with, okay, that means I'm going to superset jump lunges with my um, leg extensions. And then with my hamstring curls, I'm going to superset single leg deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? No. Right. That would be an intensifier. Okay. Traditionally, intensity refers to the amount of load on, a, on the bar, the amount of load that you're lifting. So a higher intensity would actually be more load, it would be heavier. We're creating more stimulus within the target muscle. And intent 
is your ability to connect to that target muscle and put as much of the load directly into that muscle as possible. So if you're doing a bicep curl, but you're swinging your arms around and look like you're directing traffic in the gym, then, then you're incorporating a lot of other muscle groups. That's, that's not, you're not being mindful about your exercise. You're not lifting with intent. So lifting with intent with a bicep curl would be probably selecting a weight that's a little bit lighter so that you can focus more and do very strict movements, making sure that as much of that dumbbell as possible or the cable or whatever it is that you're doing your curl with, as much of that load as possible is going directly into the bicep. Your elbows are staying by your sides. You're not lifting them up and engaging the shoulder. And so that way you're able to lift, yes, a lesser load, but it's a better lift because more of that load is going to where you want it. And that also reduces risk of injury. So important. And I, I know it's challenging because you're hearing everyone say, okay, I need to lift heavy and you're on board with the heavy lifting. But when is it, okay, this is too heavy. Now I can't connect to the right muscle. And now I'm, I'm at to the point of diminishing returns. But you just have to be really present while you're yeah. lifting. Yeah. And, and I, I actually really enjoy that part about exercise. And I think a lot of people can benefit from that. We know that meditation is a very important part of our overall health. I've always struggled to meditate, like traditionally, sitting in a room with my legs crossed, you know, like I, I can't do that very well. But I'll tell you what, when I'm under the bar and I'm squatting, there is nothing else I am thinking about. I am the most present I'll ever be. And so that is almost my mindfulness. That's my meditation. And if you can lift that way, then it helps you identify what heavy really means. Mm -hmm. Because heavy is a very relative term. Mm -hmm. There's heavy load, and then there's heavy tension. So if you are exercising with intent, everyone at some point will get to the point where the load on the bar is so heavy that it's actually hard to lift with intent because you're, the tension of that load is going to places where we don't want it. For example, on a squat, if the load is too heavy and we can't lift with intent, we might get some pain in our back. We might be lifting with our, our calves, our heels are coming up off the ground. So we want it to be heavy. Yes, we want the load to be heavy, but we also want that load and the tension of that load to be distributed to the muscles that we want it to go to. So you can make a light load feel really heavy if you lift with intent and if you're focused on the tension, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It makes total sense. And I would argue too, you know, I'll get some feedback sometime where people will say, I'm just feeling like bored with my workouts. I don't really enjoy lifting or whatever. And I understand we all like different things. And it's very important that you like what it is that you're doing. We, but we all know for what you want, because we know what you want, you want to lean sculpt the body. For what you want, you need to lift weights. So I would challenge you to make sure that you're, you're not just going through the motions when you go into your workouts and really be curious as you're doing it. Be mindful, be present, so that you're, you can be your moving meditation. It's not just, you're not just going in there and putting in the reps, because that's not doing yourself any favors either, going through the motions. It's not. And what I would, what I say, if, if I have a client who comes back to me and they're bored with their workouts, well, let's take a look at your logbook. Let's see 
how you've been progressing the past few weeks. Nine times out of 10, if someone's bored with their workouts, it's because they're not getting better at them. Yeah. So if we put more effort into getting better and continuing to challenge your body week over week to do something that has never done before, that's not boring to many people. In fact, that's like kind of scary sometimes. It's very exciting too. Mm-hmm. Like, so for a long time, the last program that you had me on, um, Sundays would be my push day. And I would get excited to go see how much more I could put on the bar for like either bench press or incline bench press. And that was really fun for me. It was the same thing for like eight weeks, but it wasn't boring at all because I was going in there with the intention of seeing how much more weight I could put on the bar and like seeing yourself grow. That's fun. Mm -hmm. By the way, I think we were on that program for six months. What? Yeah, I had you on that program. It felt like eight weeks because time flies when you're having fun. This but is you were on that program for six We went through two 12-week cycles. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it's not boring because you were getting better every single time and you were pushing yourself. And that says something because you, do, you never really loved push day. I thought it was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was dumb until I started seeing my shoulders really take some shape. Yeah, and you got good at it. Yeah, I got good at it. You also got good at the movements. Yes. And here's the deal, you guys. If you have not read Atomic Habits, what are you waiting for? But James Clear says, what separates amateurs from professionals is the ability to fight through the boredom. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to eat a lot of the same foods. Yes, we're going to do a lot of the same workouts and movements. But... That's where you get good. Mm-hmm. You're just practicing every single day. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the same thing goes not just for things in the gym. And of course, James Clare talks about this. It's not just about exercise. It's about anything that you want to get better at. You want to build a business. You want to be a better husband, a better wife. You do the boring stuff and you find something exciting about doing the boring stuff because you know, the boring stuff is going to get you where where you want to be. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm -mm. And I think we have to stop looking at our training and our nutrition for entertainment. That's what I always like to say. (laughs) Our training and nutrition is like, it's not entertainment. If you want to go have fun, go out and do something fun with your friends and your family, but you can't rely on your food to be the only exciting thing in your life or some crazy movement on a BOSU ball with bands and dumbbells that you think looks super cool on Instagram, but it's really not giving you, there's no benefit to it. Yeah. If you want to have fun, like go ride a bike. Yeah. Go go do something that's not this. This is to get better. Unless you're trying to be a professional cyclist, then there's some boring stuff you have to do. But if you're trying to get good at anything, you got to do the boring stuff. It's so true. That's a really good point. Well, and then let's talk about the flip side of this. So now we've talked about why more is not always better. Let's talk about where less isn't better too. I think the first place we could talk about this easily is nutrition. Mm -hmm. Like we're not trying to eat as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Where else would this apply? I think, well, I mean, it can apply to everything. Uh, Of course it can apply to nutrition it can apply to training if you're not doing enough to stimulate uh, an ad- adaptation. Um, with cardio, we actually kind of want it to be less. We mm-hmm. want the minimal effective dose. We talked about this on the podcast before. 
less recovery, less sleep, all of these are not good things. Here's the thing though, is all of these are very, they're highly individualized, right? So like if we have some busy CEO client come to us who's always stressed out and they want to lose weight and they're eating pretty low calories and they're exercising, they're doing orange theory like five days a week. Well, the less is more and the more is more and the less is less, like all these things we have to figure out that person already has a super high stress life. And when we're trying to improve a physique in someone's health, really what we're doing is we're managing stress. That CEO person deals with so much stress at work. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. It's mental stress. It's perceived stress. That still counts. Mm -hmm. So if that person is having under that much stress at work, probably has stress at home with their family because who doesn't and is going to do an orange theory class and doing some hit workout five days a week. That's too much stress. Mm -hmm. On top of that, they're not getting enough food which your body also recognizes as a stress. Mm -hmm. So what, what we would do with that person is we would actually give them more food and have them move less mm -hmm. and they would see an improvement because we're managing stress. Mm -hmm. So it's not all, the answer's not always less, the answer's not always more. It's very highly individualized. What we wanna do is find out what better is because less isn't better, more isn't better, better is better. Mm -hmm. And that varies from person to person. It's so true, you know, to drive that point home, we understand the stress is coming from different areas, but our body doesn't understand it. So <laughs> that is our job, honestly. Josh and I's job is to help you mitigate stress. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. And I hope, I hope some light bulbs are going off for you all right now. Um, we did this really powerful exercise in my monthly community and I had everyone list out all of the areas that they're struggling with right now because I think we're having some problems with comparison. It felt like everyone's doing better than me. Everyone's doing more than me. I was like, er, no, let's nip this in the bud. Let's see how everyone's really doing. When I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, okay, Nancy, cut back your orange theory classes. Okay, Sarah no more running. Okay, Barb, get off the Peloton because you've got to manage your stress and those things are adding fuel to the fire. We can't help you manage your job. We can't help you manage your family, but what we can help you with is dial back your cardio and help you with your nutrition so that those aren't added stressors, but those are enhancers. Exactly. And that's actually a really cool part of the process of working with a coach is mm -hmm. you open up a line of communication. You have a high level of trust with your coach, which everybody should. That's yeah. the number one component for any successful coach client relationship. And you work together to talk about the problems that you're having in your life, to talk about the stressors that you're experiencing. And if, if we don't know as your coach, if we don't know that you've been having problems at home or that like you've been arguing with your boyfriend or your girlfriend for the past three or four days, and we expect to see something in your next check-in, an improvement and we don't see that we assume it's the protocol mm -hmm. we assume well something's not working when really there's just a mis, mis there's a less communication than than would be ideal we just don't know something about you mm -hmm. and about your life because if we did know that yeah exactly right we'd pull back cardio we'd pull back training we'd pull back some of the external stressors that we can pull back mm -hmm. maybe give you a food bump 
-hmm. And that will help. It's really wild to see that actually improve a physique. It is wild. And I understand if you're listening to this, you're like, no, trust me. Yeah. It, it works because that's what I've done this year. I don't feel like I have a lot of stress in my life and I feel like I have a lot of coping mechanisms. I have a lot of strategies in place, but sometimes stuff creeps up on you. And like I said, Josh has really helped me scale back with a lot of the unnecessary stuff I was doing. And I feel, I feel great. I feel like I'm able to maintain my physique without burning myself out in the gym, without being tired all the time and with eating a lot of food. It works. That's a really good point. And I think all too often we, we, like a lot of people come to me to improve their physique. That's what they want. But a lot of people also come to us to have more energy for their kids and to improve their sleep and then to improve their sex lives and everything. And all of that comes down to managing stress. So it's not just about improving physique. You, we, you've seen improved energy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're overstressed, And we can see that in your physique. By the time we see it in your physique, it's like, it's been going on for a while now, Mm -hmm. right? Like we could have nipped this in the butt a long time ago, Mm -hmm. but by the time we see it in your physique now, like we really need to make make a change. So yeah, that might mean taking a week off. And that sounds really scary to a lot of people because you think, oh, well, I'm not going to be making progress if I take a week off. No, no, no. You are making progress because you're allowing your body the time to heal and recover and you're going to feel a lot better. You're going to have more energy. Your digestion is going to be better. Your sleep's going to be better. Everything is going to feel so much better. And then you'll be able to perform better. And I keep on saying better because that's what we want. We don't want more. We don't want less. We want better. Yeah. And better is a feeling, you guys. It's not always putting more weight on the bar. Uh, I mean, that's what it translates to as you progress, but it could be just feeling more comfortable in the movement or feeling that more energy, not feeling dead at the end of the day. And if you are a hit lover, like I look back and I, I ignore the signs. <laughs> we do this. I would do like these sprint intervals on the treadmill on a Saturday morning I'd be dead the rest of the day. That's a great indicator you shouldn't be doing that. I couldn't do, as much as I hate doing housework, like I didn't even have the energy to do it anyway, mm-hmm. but I was dead. That's not, that's not right. Your, energy, your workout should give you energy, not suck it all away from you. Yeah, that's one of the things that people come, and start, come to the gym for, is mm-hmm. they want more energy. They understand that exercise gives you more energy, mm-hmm. but... Only if you do the right amount of it. Right. (laughs) And that's why you have to be so in tune, you guys. I mean, you really have to be so self-aware. You have to be self-aware. And if you have a coach, you have to be open. Yes. And that's what I wanted to circle back on. Yeah. So let's talk about about being open with your coach so that your coach can... I'd like to touch on like what's better for food, training, cardio recovery, sleep, digestion, supplementation, things like that. But let's do, let's talk about the coach aspect first, because if the coach doesn't know, none of that matters. Yeah. So how, how do your clients communicate with you? Like, I'll tell you how mine communicate with me. Well, you know, it's funny because, um, my relationships with them are a little bit different. So some are a little bit more friendly. I'm not the best with boundaries. So (laughs) a lot of times some people are open books, right? And I'm getting texts all day. Every day. And I, I do love that because I know exactly what's going on. Some, it's a weekly email. Here's the deal with the weekly email. 
there's a reason I ask all of those questions. And so when it comes to sleep, digestion, et cetera, don't give us good, good, fine. I need to know how many hours did you get up in the middle of the night? What, like, are you pooping regularly? What's it like? I mean, I don't need pictures, but I want to know what. <laughs> it's important. It's it important. Tells us a lot. Yes. And then when I send follow-up questions, please answer them. There's mm -hmm. a reason I want to know whatever I ask you. I'm not wasting my time, not wasting your time. So usually it's a weekly email, Josh. Mm -hmm. But uh, some people tell me a lot more via text just because we're like friends. I, I have the same thing. So my clients check in with me on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And I have a series of questions and I've, I've gotten feedback that this is kind of a lot. Like you're, 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 this takes a long time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it does. But so does tracking your food. So does working out. So does sleeping well. So does your nighttime routine, your morning routine. This is just a journal that you fill out once a week and you send to me. And while you're filling it out, like I want you to think about it too. I want you to think, how was my digestion? Oh, well, I ate that one thing and it made me bloated. And then my bowel movements were abnormal. But like, if you're thinking that, I want to know it too. Yeah. I need to know it because that tells me that there is something that we can do to make your food selection better mm -hmm. instead of, oh, digestion's not great. Maybe we need to give you less food. Mm -hmm. No, we just need to figure out what foods aren't working for you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not sleeping well, well, we want to know how many times, like, did you get up in the middle of the night? Is it because you had to pee or is your mind racing? Mm -hmm. uh, do, is your nighttime routine thrown off for some reason? Are you getting cortisol dumps in the middle of the night? Mm -hmm. We want to be able to figure this out. So we need information. We don't want a novel. Right. But if you're thinking it, tell it to us. Exactly. And even things you may not think are relevant, like you may not realize that argument you had with your partner is affecting you, but it is. What's going on at work? What is your nighttime routine? Do you have a nighttime routine? And if we offer you suggestions, that shit is important. Mm -hmm. We can manage that cortisol dump in the middle of the night with a couple things. With, I mean, with, even without supplementation. There's a lot of stuff we can do, but I just, I can't, I can't impress upon people enough the importance of the self-care stuff, whether it's meditation, yoga, journaling, therapy, you know, I freaking love therapy and getting off your phone, having a gratitude journal, that stuff really matters. It will change your life and your body. It will. And I have to put in that that's for guys too. Men take care of your shit. <laughs> right. This is not just for women. For some reason, it's been, this has been painted in a light that like self-care is for women. No, 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 no. Self-care does not have a gender. It does not pick and choose. Everybody has to take care of themselves. If you're waking up in the middle of the night, we can fix that, but you got to be able to talk to me. Yeah. It's so true. And, you know, self-care is not going and getting a pedicure all the time. It's not a massage. It, uh, one of the things I saw recently it was so great. It was like, it's paying off your debt. It's, again, I'll say going to therapy, but it's doing those things that really take care of you and yourself. Yep. Oh, man. That's good. What, a, what else? Yeah, we need to know. We need to know all of the things. And please answer my questions when I send you an email back. <laughs> And, and please answer them, like, in a pretty timely manner. Please. 
Because every day that goes by that I don't get that, I don't know what to do with your protocol because I need those answers. Well, and that's the thing too, you guys. We can't change anything if you don't do what you're supposed to be doing, number one. And number two, if you don't tell us what's going on. This is what you're paying for. So whether you're paying 200, 300, 400 bucks a month, like you're paying for those emails. Mm -hmm. Do it. That's what you need for. Yeah. What else? Anything else on this? More is not better. Less is not better, but better is better. Better is always better. I think um, if we break this down, if we want to identify what better food is, for example, Mm -hmm. I recently, well, I can't say recently, a few months ago, I thought, oh, I got to clean up my diet. And about two seconds after I said that to myself, I was like, what am I talking about? Like I eat better than 90% of the people in the world. Like, like my food is like quote unquote, super clean. Like I do a really good job. And then I realized, yeah, but it's not about that because those foods aren't better for me. I was eating too much chicken, Greek Uh, yogurt, things that don't agree with my digestion that mm -hmm. I have learned by communicating with my coach. Mm -hmm. So Better for me is different than better for you. You can eat chicken probably pretty well. If I eat chicken too much, it ruins my digestion. So it's not, it's not cutting back on food. It's just having better food selections. Yes, I'd agree with that. And to your point too, I am a huge fan of test don't guess. Mm-hmm. Figure out what is going on with your gut, with your hormones, via blood tests, Dutch tests. I have mixed emotions on food sensitivity tests, to be honest with you. I, I'll say it helped me. Yes. But only because, like, I know why you have mixed emotions on them, because, like, the things you eat most are also going to show up in right. your bloodstream the most. But it takes a lot of guesswork out. Yes. Like if you wanted to do a traditional elimination diet back in the day without before food sensitivity tests or Dutch tests or any of these things, mm-hmm. you had to eliminate all of the foods pretty much and eat like two things or three things. But with these food sensitivity tests, at least you can eliminate the majority of what might be an issue Yes, and then work it back that way and start adding foods in. And then it becomes very apparent. It was very apparent to me mm-hmm. that I should not be eating gluten, dairy, chicken. Uh, that's pretty much it but gluten dairy and chicken are like big nose but like greek yogurt is not a quote bad food i I just it's not better for me right exactly (laughs) i will say when i did have my gut issues there was like it was like a three it was three reasons i was having gut issues um two summers ago but one of them was i kept on eating the same foods over and over again i was too busy to like do anything new so all all i ate was like eggs (laughs) <laughs> needed something else. Yeah, it was a stinky situation. <laughs> it was not you'll develop, an, you'll develop a sensitivity to that because you're eating too much of it. Exactly. Exactly. But also I was doing that because I was too stressed, spread myself too thin, and it all comes back to stress, my friends. Yeah, isn't that wild? So wild. Yeah. But we don't want to scare you. You can handle absolutely anything. You just have to have the recovery to match it. Yes. So better recovery. What does that look like? Better recovery. It means sleep. Sleep. People. Sleep on it. 
<laughs> sleep and not just more sleep. Better sleep. Better sleep. <laughs> People are like, I'll see a client. I'm like, how'd you sleep last night? Cause you know, maybe they're, they're not as strong as I expected them to be that day. How'd you sleep last night? Good. I'm like, okay, well, if I asked you this in a, in a check-in and you just gave me good, I'd ask you a few more follow-up questions. So I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. How many hours did you sleep? Uh -huh. oh, like four or five hours. I'm like, okay, could probably do better. Be like, <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, I slept for like nine hours. I'm like, oh, that's great. It was like, it was good. You slept through the whole way. They're like, oh no, I like went up to go to the bathroom four times. I'm like, well, that's not good. No. We can do better. <laughs> or if also, I'm not going to get on a high horse about this, but if you're using a glass or two of wine every single night so that you can relax and go to sleep, that's not the best quality sleep that you could possibly have. Nope. No. No. You're going to get, <laughs> you're going to wake up in the middle of the night wanting more wine. <laughs> yeah. You're going to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, you could have a whole other podcast on alcohol um, mm -hmm. and wine and all of those things, but those things affect your sleep. Sleep, I swear to God, sleep is the magic bullet. Sleep is the thing we're all looking for. It is. It's even if anybody, if anybody comes to us and wants to improve their physique or improve their the level of energy that they have throughout the day or anything about their health and fitness. If we can just get you to sleep better and change nothing else, you will see an improvement. And that might mean a better nighttime routine, a better morning routine, a better bed that you're not trying to fit your body to. So fit your bed to your body, not your body to your bed. Yeah. And turning off screens at night, getting the kids to bed at a decent hour, like all of these things. You take time to get ready for your workout. You take time to get ready for your day. Mm -hmm. You should not think that you should, can work or be stimulated until it's time to go to bed and then just get in bed and go to sleep and have a good night's sleep. No. You got to get ready for it. You do. And you guys, I cannot say enough. Get, don't get into bed and then open up Instagram or no. TikTok or no. anything then else. sleeping. Yeah. Just sleep in it. Yeah. Just don't, don't end your day with your phone. And don't have hard conversations in your bed. I know this is pretty common with couples. Oh. Um, Meg, my girlfriend, knows this. Mm -hmm. If we want to have a conversation, we get out of bed. Mm -hmm. It is not happening in bed. Mm -hmm. We'll go sit down at the kitchen table if we have to. But mm -hmm. don't, we can't stimulate our brains with hard conversations and stress and cortisol when we're trying to actually make all those things go down so that we can actually sleep. You know, that's so funny. Last week, Pat and I had a dis discussion, quote unquote, these are air quotes, discussion, <laughs> um, right before bed. And I was like, I, can't, I was in bed and he was getting ready. And I was like, I can't talk about this right now because I'm in bed. <laughs> We're going to have to regroup tomorrow morning because I'm mm -hmm. like, uh -uh, I'm shutting this down. I'm sorry. Good boundaries. Good boundaries. I mean, he was Honestly. pissed, but I'm not ruining my sleep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's hey, sleep is sacred. Yeah, but you can't get all riled up before before bedtime. Yeah, I mean, you we're all toddlers. We don't grow up. You need snacks. You cannot get too hungry, and you need your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, we're just responsible for it now. So 
does that mean coaches are like parents? <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> We're babysitters. <laughs> yeah, we are. Pretty much. Don't do that. <laughs> do more of that. Pick that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but you guys, I mean, the big thing here is trust, trust your coach. And I think we need to decipher between real quick. There are trainers and there are coaches and there are nutrition coaches who are just calculators. I know, I know no one said anything yet, Josh, but to your point of the check-in, like, oh, this is a lot. I can tell they think it's a lot because they're slow to bring it give it back to me. Mm -hmm. Like I, we need to know all of that stuff because I want to look at you as a person, as a whole, I want to help more than just your macros want to improve your quality of life. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you just want to adjust your macros, get the carbon app. I mean, by Lane Norton or use my macros plus or something, save yourself hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah. We're not just macro calculators. We're stress mitigators. We're, so much more and so much you know, more. ask a lot of questions and y'all keep in mind like those are boiled down questions mm -hmm. like we we ideally would know even more yeah and those are the important ones those are the really really important ones that we ask because we don't want you to feel like this is a whole nother level of stress right so yeah, those are, those are very important questions that we need the answers to um, because we operate as coaches. We're not just personal trainers. Exactly. We're not just macro calculators. And, and if, you, if you can surrender to that and like tell us all the things, a coach can change your life for the better. If you let them. If you let them. Mm -hmm. But you really have to be open to it and willing. But you know, that's all I love. I love being helped. <laughs> help me. Help me. I help want me. more help, but I think it takes a lot. I think a lot of people are less willing to accept help. Yeah. And then when they do accept help, I can see where it's a little bit like it can be, it can seem like a lot like, okay, I finally I'm willing to accept help. And now my coach is asking me to tell them about my poop. <laughs> pretty quick like that escalates pretty quickly oh we just met <laughs> yeah we just met yeah, we just met this guy's asking about my poop already like, well i hope we have a good level of rapport right. <laughs> those are important questions and i want you to be able to tell me and not feel weird about it well and the last thing i want to talk about too is that it is a process we can't do what we need to do in just one month because we do have to get to know you and you have to get comfortable with us too. I understand you, you may not want to come in hot and tell me about all the issues you and your husband have, but by months two and three, I kind of need to know what all is going on so that I can help you mitigate the stress. Yeah. We have to know how your body responds to stress, mm -hmm. what your stress threshold is, we want to be able to, especially with your training, your food, your cardio, um, you know, we have to, we want to be able to hit the minimum stimulating threshold. So we need to have you stimulate your muscles in your training or um, through your cardio 
at least to a point where it's going to adapt. Some people have higher thresholds than others. Mm -hmm. Some people can handle stress better than others. Mm -hmm. But you're right, by two or by month two or three, I kind of want us ideally to be on a pretty friendly basis where you can tell me almost any of this stuff. Because at that point, I've understood how your body responds to stress, how your body responds to perceived and physical stress and systemic stress. I want to know how your body responds to carbohydrates, to fats, whether or not you can handle lots of protein, how your digestion is, mm -hmm. because all of those things we take into consideration to build a program that's best for you, mm -hmm. not just giving you a bunch of numbers and having you follow them each week like a calculator. Exactly. And at the very minimum, to this whole point, that means you also have to hit your protocols. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so make sure you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. Again, that's what you're paying for. That's what kills me when people aren't hitting their stuff. I'm like, but you're paying for this. Yeah, and we can't change anything if you're not. Yeah. Because we don't know. Like, this is essentially a science experiment. Mm -hmm. We have constants and variables. Mm -hmm. And if everybody remembers back in high school when we were actually doing like real science experiments, if you had too many variables, we don't know what the result is from. Mm -hmm. So it, your protocols are your constants for that week or the two weeks or however long you're on those same protocols for. If you can't stay consistent in hitting those protocols, we have too many variables. We don't know what to change. Exactly. But then again, and, and that, this is also why you need a coach because a good coach will, will look at why can't you be consistent and how can I help you? Mm -hmm. So it all, it all comes back to that coach and client relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was good. This, this, was is, good. this is why you need a coach, you guys. Everyone needs a coach. Yeah. This turned from like more isn't better to your coach will help you learn what better is. Because it, it is so individual. It is. It really is. And that's why I, I, I mentioned I was having kind of a hard time with my group my, that I coach because I felt like everyone was getting into a little bit comparison mode. You, literally, you cannot compare to anyone. It's just not fair to yourself. Nope. You're all on your own journeys. Yeah. And you're on at, at your own pace. Yep. And different things work for different people. Mm -hmm. So just because Joey's doing one thing doesn't mean you should too. Right. But be present, be mindful, mm -hmm. be open to communication, and you'll figure out what better is for you. Exactly. And just keep them better is not always harder and more. <laughs> yeah. It's just better. It's just better. I know. Just put that, put that in your pipe. Keep saying it. <laughs> better is just better. Manifest better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait till the next one, Josh. I'm so, so glad we got to get back together because you just had a birthday. I did. Josh turned 31. 31. Although I might take 2020 as a mulligan and just call it a clean 30 again. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically 23. So essentially you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all just toddlers. So <laughs> grab your goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> Is my pre-workout of choice. Goldfish? <laughs> Not really. But it could be. I, I know. I know. 
All right, Josh. Well, thank you so much for your time. You guys, if you have questions, reach out to me and Josh. I'll put Josh's contact info, um, not his phone number, in the show notes. <laughs> you got to slide into his DMs if you want to connect like that. Yeah, you're all welcome to. They're wide open. They're wide open. They're wide open. I love being a nerd and talking to people about stuff. I know, me too. If you guys have anything you want us to talk about, let us know because we have a bunch of ideas because it just comes up as we train. But um, we're here to serve. And I think that's something that is really important. Like we truly are here to serve you and just want to give you everything that we can. We've learned things the hard way. (laughs) Don't make my mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. All right, Josh. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. All right. Sounds good, Kylie. Thank you again.